Welcome back to Devore Darkens Live, episode number 135. And in today's show, we're talking about the seven ways to speed up your manifestations. Listen, you have goals. You have a dream. You have desires or things that you want to accomplish. How do you speed that up, right? How do you do it in a way that isn't desperate, right? How do you do it from a place of expectation and faith? Well, we're going to get into that today. I'm going to give you seven different ways to make it happen. I honestly believe even if you just probably say at least do two of these out of the seven, you're going to be in a phenomenal position, okay? We have to understand something. Success does not happen by luck. Manifestation doesn't happen by luck. What is the difference between manifestation and success? It really is the same thing. You know, a lot of people use the word manifestation and they don't really understand it. We are always manifesting. I manifested this podcast today, (laughs) right? It's something I'm experiencing. I'm experiencing it. Why? Because I thought about it, right? That's how it works. So there's nothing crazy here. The bottom line is if you want to speed this up because maybe you feel like you've been moving at a very, very slow pace, then this episode is for you. And the first step to definitely speeding up your success in life, if there are things you truly want to manifest, I always start with your purpose in life. How are you going to start living? What are you dedicating your life to? I think those are one of the most important questions you want to answer for yourself because it literally impacts all these other seven ways. I'm going to show you how to speed up your manifestation. It really impacts those things. You got to have a purpose. You got to have a burning desire to dedicate your life to something. And to help you do that, you can go to the link in my bio and download the purpose finder cheat sheet. Uh, Yes, it is a cheat sheet that will help you discover your life purpose. Now, you may already know what your purpose is. Maybe you already have goals, things like that. But you're done jacking around, okay? You keep procrastinating. You know you're not making decisions as quickly as you should. You don't have anybody to hold you accountable. You have nobody to hold your hand. You should schedule a life audit call because this week I'm accepting new clients into my new coaching program. Yes, I have a coaching program. Absolutely, I do. How else am I really going to help people? Just giving you the information is not enough. But having someone hold you accountable and also teach you one-on-one, now we're really getting somewhere together, right? So yeah, I do have a coaching program. Absolutely. And it's freaking awesome. It works. So if you're interested in that, you're ready for that type of mentorship, you want results faster, I would definitely go to the link and um, sign up for that. Now, seven ways to speed up your manifestations. Seven ways to speed up your success. Seven ways to make things happen faster. Call it whatever you want. But I'm going to get into the seven ways to make stuff happen in your life faster. So whether you are an aspiring entrepreneur or you are an entrepreneur, you have your own business or you work for one, you're going to love this today because it really doesn't matter who you are. It's about the problem that you're experiencing. You're doing the affirmations. 
here and there. You're reading the books sometimes. You're uh, watching the videos and nothing's really happening. Why? Well, I'm going to show you that today. Because it's not just about sitting on your couch and thinking about what you want. There's way more to it than that. It's really about becoming it. It really is. You see, when you set goals, it's not about what you're going to get. It's about who you're going to become. That's where you win. Because once you become that person, that means that's your new way of living. You'll always experience things like that. You don't want to manifest one thing one time and then that's it. Don't you want to make it a normal way of life? Don't you want to make it normal that you wake up in the morning and you're happy, you're fulfilled, you go out there, you make things happen? Don't you want to make it normal that when you get scared, you take action anyway? Don't you want to make it normal that you make decisions, you don't procrastinate? Don't you want to make it normal that you always have more money than you'll ever need? Don't you want that to be your new normal? Don't you want want it to be normal for you to be very secure in yourself and not seek opinions or validations or approval from other people. It's about who you are becoming, not what you're really getting. That's my point in all this. So that's where you will that's where you win. That's where you find the long-term success. And that's what I want to show you how to do today. You see, I think one of the best things I did when I was serving in the military, and look, I have my, because uh, we're moving, my wife was uh, going through um, my closet or whatever, and she was removing stuff. And um, so I can use this as a prop to tell the story. <laughs> you see, before I got a mentor in the military, the first thing I did in my life that actually turned things around was uh, as soon as I find it, what did I do with it? Oh, it's right here. I got a copy of this book. It's called The Secret. Okay. Now, if you've experienced The Secret, if you read it and some things have happened in your life, I don't need to convince you the power of this concept, right? But maybe let's say it hasn't happened or you haven't noticed things that have happened because of your thinking, um, maybe you get something out of this, maybe you don't. But listen to this. When I picked up that book, I did exactly what she told me to do. And all the other authors in that book told me to, to write down exactly what I want, picture myself with it, and live my life as if it's already happened. That's it. That's exactly what I did. I still remember... I wrote down $10,000 on a check. I printed out the vehicle that I wanted, which was a Lincoln LS. Uh, I printed out the home I wanted to rent. And I also printed out this uh, approval letter that basically said, hey, because I was reserved at the time. Hey, you've been accepted onto active duty. I always tell people at that time for them to accept me onto active duty, that wasn't really a common thing at that time, like to be reserved and then go full time like that. You know, there, usually there's way more to it. I digress. My point is, those are the things that I wanted. Okay. That's what I wanted. And I did exactly what they said to do. 
in the book, and within a year, everything happened. And during that year, you know what I was doing? I was working at Starbucks. I had no car. Didn't have my own place. Barely had any money. I was working at Starbucks making minimum wage. Now, this is back in 2008. So just imagine what the minimum wage was back then. I only had enough money to pay my cricket bill at the time. I didn't really have, <laughs> I didn't have any money. And um, didn't matter because for that year, I just did exactly what they said to do. I acted as if I did have the money. That didn't mean I went and tried to go purchase a bunch of things. It just meant that I never thought in my mind I didn't have the money. I didn't spend any time thinking I didn't have a car, even though I had a bicycle. And I had to use this bicycle to go from where I lived to where I, where I worked. It was about, I'd say, a 25-minute yeah, I would say I'm trying to figure out how long it would take on a bike. It would definitely be 25 minutes, 25 minutes or 30 from where I lived. And this wasn't, you know, a fresh mountain bike from, uh, you know, Target or something like that. This was uh, this is a bike that's it was a piece of junk for all. <laughs> it had spray paint markings on it. You know, there was no logo. The wheels were old, you know, it was a little rusty. Listen, this is how bad the bike was. I'd be riding the bike and probably on block number two, the chain would fall off. And then I'd have to stop, get off my bike, put the chain back on, then go back to pedaling. And then the chain would fall off again. And then I'd have to put it back on. Yeah, that went on for a year. While I was acting as if I had the money, the car, the home and the job. Well, everything uh, came to pass, uh, everything happened, and I still look back as that was really the first domino that really encouraged me to be open-minded enough to truly think that there's more to life than what we've been led to believe. A lot of people are going to tell you, if you want success, you got to outwork everyone. I didn't really work hard during that time. I wasn't outworking anybody. If you're going to become more successful, you got to work more hours. I didn't work more hours. So I knew there's something more to life than what I hear, what I've been told. And I tell that story because that was one of countless manifestations that I've experienced in my life. And they happen because of the seven ways behind me, which I'm going to show you here. And so if there's anything you take from today, just understand. It's the way you think about this entire topic that decides what will happen for you. If you're thinking already that, man, this is absolutely possible for me, I absolutely believe that this is the way it works. I believe this is God's doing, right? You guys got to understand something. Manifestation is not man-made. This is God. We are manifestations of God. Physical manifestations. He's working through and to us. So let's cut the crap about, oh, you know, this is all witchcraft and man made this up. Listen, guys, 
things are manifesting every single day in nature and with animals and with ourselves. If you choose to look at it that way, then just understand you got to own your own decision on this. You get to choose how you see this. And my point is, it doesn't matter what I say. What matters the most is how do you see this? Do you see why this is possible for you? Or do you see why this doesn't make any sense? It's your choice. I'm not here to tell you either way. I'm just telling you as a disclaimer, you're only going to get something out of it if you're looking into this. Like if you truly open your mind, then you'll get something out of it. But if you don't, you're right. It doesn't work because you don't see it that way. So you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. You're right. I'm right. You know, it's up to your own perception of this stuff. So where I want to start first is a common mistake I see when people do start to research law of attraction or manifestation or personal development, because it's really all under the same thing. The common mistake I see is people are trying to do it by themselves. Now, I know exactly why people do that, because I did that. I thought I knew better. I thought that um, I'll figure it out. I'll make it happen. That was my mindset. Why? Because that's how I'd been living my life. You know, I didn't ha I didn't have any siblings growing up. I was adopted. My mother passed away in high school. I just had this mentality that I'm going to go out there and outwork everybody. I'm going to go out there and work harder than everybody else. I'm going to go out there and force this to happen. That was my mindset. So when I would start a business, that was my mindset. Oh, I'm going to make this happen myself. I don't need any help. That's the way I thought. Well, I read the same book. I know what that book says. I got it. That's the way I was thinking. I got it. I read that book. And the results didn't really change. So same things kept happening. Nothing really changed. Why? Because I thought I knew better. I didn't get the help. Obviously, uh, I did get the help eventually after learning my lesson. Um, but I could have saved a lot of, a lot of time and money if I just reached out for help first. You see a lot of people, what they'll say is, well, um, it's expensive to go out there and get help. No, it's expensive to not get help. Do you know how much it costs for you not to get help and to continue to make the same mistakes over and over and over again and expecting a different result? We know what that means. That's insanity. How much is insanity costing you? You see, it's not just money, right? It's not just costing you money, okay? All right? It's costing you your happiness, your health, right? Your mental health, your relationships, right? When you keep thinking you've got it all figured out and you're going to do it yourself, that is the most ignorant mindset ever because once you do get help and you understand, you realize, oh my God, I was so freaking stupid. That's what happens to everyone. 
And when you get the help, you realize, man, I need to always be getting help for the rest of my life because I don't know. And I reach out for help because I want to know. Right? And listen, I made that mistake countless times. And I'm telling you, the cost is not just with money. Again, the cost is with your relationships. Like some of you guys, you are struggling in your relationships because you won't reach out for help and address your issues. You know it. You know you get triggered too easily. You know you take everything personal. You know you don't trust anybody. What are you doing about that stuff? But you're wanting at the same time, oh, I want to manifest this. I want to accomplish this. This is who I want to become. But what are you doing? How are you going to get those things if you're trying to do it yourself? You don't know what you're doing. You're not qualified. Now, what makes me qualified to say a statement like that? Because I'm just like you. I went through the same thing. And I still go through the same thing. And you'll be going through the same thing for the rest of your life. There's always an opportunity for you to reach out and get the help you need to keep moving forward. Because there's levels, okay? If you're in this mindset of you want to grow, you want to continue to progress in your life, you want to continue to go after big goals for yourself, that means you're forever going to the next level. And every time you attempt to go to the next level, you're going to need some mentorship. You're going to need some accountability. You're going to need some help, okay? Now, again, it's too expensive. Again, you don't understand. That's why you say things like that. You see, the money is always here. The money is not the issue. The issue is that you have the wrong perception of time. You think you have time. You think that if certain things line up, then you're going to reach out for help. No, because if you haven't reached out for help, you're not going to reach out for help. And the only time you will, if you make a mistake here and you continue to do it on your own, you will find yourself in a position where you've exhausted all options, you've read all the books, you've watched all the videos, you've tried all the strategies, and you spent thousands of dollars, and you're sitting there either frustrated as hell, and you've given up, or two, you're still frustrated as hell, and you're like, you know what? Now I'm open-minded to getting help. Why do you want to wait till you get to that point? I didn't wait to get to that point. I, I saw it coming, but I reached out for help right before, I believe right before I got there. So I, I'm telling you guys this because it doesn't matter what your situation is. You can't get help until you decide to get the help. Does that make sense? Like people can't help you if you don't want help. God can't help you if you won't listen. It's really that simple. And I know what your paradigm is going to tell you because it tells me the same thing. Yeah, but the money, where am I going to get the money? You don't have to worry about where you're going to get the money because you haven't made a decision. It's like, how's, how much is it going to cost me to start this business? You haven't even made a decision to start the business. When you make a decision to finally do something, then you will get those answers. You're not going to get those answers until you decide to act. See, we have it backwards because we were not taught how to think for ourselves. So 
I'm telling you guys, the biggest mistake in this department is going at it by yourself, going at it alone. Now, I have a few episodes, and let me see if I can pull up the number exactly, talking about um, the best ways to find a mentor. And if I was going to give it to you straight, actually, there's a lot of TikTok clips on that. Um, but it's very simple, guys. You just go to someone who has the results you want, period, done. That's it. There's nothing more complicated than that. Or it doesn't have to be more complicated than that. Like, for example, some of you guys, you want to be a successful real estate agent. Go to the most successful real estate agent. Figure it out. Drive. Fly there. Bring coffee to their office. Do whatever you can to get a meeting with this person. And then do exactly what they tell you to do. It, it really is that simple. It really is. But it's simple to do, and it's obviously simple not to do, right? So how do you know you're making this mistake? You're making this mistake by still focusing on the fact that you need more information. You need to learn first, and then you're going to act. I hear that one often. Yeah, I need to spend some time learning about how to do this first, and then I'll do it. What they don't understand is you won't learn how to do it unless you do it. We learn this from the school system. Just because you go to college that doesn't mean you know anything. You may have memorized the books. You may have passed the exam. That still doesn't mean you're competent. Competent or competency comes from what? Action. Execution. Implementation. That's where that's going to come from. Just gathering the information isn't going to cut it. Listen. This is coming from someone's business where I have to continue to consume information. All I do is study these books over and over and over and over and over again. So if I'm a person where it's my business to coach people through this, obviously I've been reading and studying more than the average person. And I'm, and I'm the guy even telling you more knowledge is not the answer. It's the execution. It's getting emotion involved. It's going to someone who already knows how and then do exactly what they tell you to do. You may be wondering, why did you spend so much time repeating that constantly, Devori? Because that is a definite principle to success. That's why. It's not, I'm not making it up. It's not my opinion. It's facts. When you try to do it yourself and you're ignorant, which you are because you haven't accomplished it before, you just don't know. You will make mistakes. Then you tack on the fact that you have this belief system where there are limiting beliefs. They're going to get in your own way. All right? Let's read this tweet that I put up on Twitter. This is amazing. Really applies to what we're talking about. Sabotage is that hidden habit you don't even know is there. Let me say that again. Sabotage is that hidden habit that you don't even know is there. What are those hidden habits that you don't even know is there? Waiting for the right time. Looking for approval. Thinking you need more knowledge and you're not taking action. 
thinking you got to do it all by yourself. Resisting the change. Thinking money is the answer. Thinking you need to prove yourself to other people. Forcing things to happen. Not trusting your intuition. Not recognizing your own level of ignorance. Trying to copy what everybody else is doing. That's just straight up sabotage, guys. That's doing it by yourself. That's what it's going to get you. Is there a better way? Of course there is. Get any help. That's the best way. <laughs> it really is. And you know what's funny? You know it is because you resist it so much. Ah, I just don't have time for it. Ah, I just don't have money for it right now. Ah, this just isn't the right time. We're moving. We're doing this. We're doing that. I just started doing this, so I'll wait. It's all procrastination. It's sabotage at best. Success is all about growing, moving forward, progressing, advancing, expanding. When you're doing the opposite, you're going in the wrong direction. See, God works through and to you just like everybody else. So when you deny the help that people offer, what are you telling God? <laughs> you're telling them that you're not ready. Right? That's what you're telling. We read this in the Desire chapter in Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill. There's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. You're not ready for what you want until you believe you can acquire it. Your state of mind must not be mere hope or wish. It must be belief. Like, that's what it is. Belief, how do you believe? You got to be open-minded. Got to be open-minded. You're not open-minded to getting help. You know then you wonder why things don't happen as quickly as you would like them to. They're not happening as quickly because you're the one jamming it up. You are the bottleneck. You're the one getting in the way. You're not letting it happen. You're not executing on the intuitive ideas. You're not going to a person who knows exactly what to do. <laughs> it's like trying to file your taxes and you don't know what you're doing. You're asking to be penalized. That's like going to court and representing yourself and you don't know anything about the law. You're asking to lose. Right? It's awareness. That's what you're missing is awareness. This is your level of awareness. Your goal is up here. It's a different level of awareness. You need to raise your level of awareness to where your goal is at. And the only way you do that is by going to someone who's there already. And they tell you how to think. They tell you what to do. And I am one of many people who are in that position to help you do that. I'm one of many people out there. Now, we talked about the problem, doing it on your own. Now we can get into the actual seven ways to raise your vibration. Now, as you can see, I've written it here on the board. So we've got a total of seven. All right, seven ways. And we'll go through them and I'll break it down. And I want you guys in the comment section to share with everybody 
which one are you going to commit to doing for the next 30 days? Because remember, I'm not doing this podcast for more information. Newsflash. If you're just listening because you want more information, don't even listen because this is not going to help you. I'm doing this podcast because the goal is to help you become successful. You become successful by taking the actions. So as I go through these, why don't you just make a committed decision to apply one of these for the next 30 days, period. No excuses. doesn't matter if it's inconvenient. You're going to do it anyway. It's a principle of success, making committed decisions. You're going to do it regardless. So as I get into these, again, apply them. Don't just write it down. Just don't sit there and say, oh, this is great information. No, say, hey, you know what? How am I going to apply this for the next 30 days? What can I take from this and actually do it starting today? That's what you want to do. That's how you're going to get something out of this. All right, so let's take a look. Number one is clarity. You got to be very clear on what you want. If you're not clear on what you want, it ain't going to happen. Again, if the architect is not clear on the building they want to design, that building's not going up. If the quarterback is not clear on where he wants to throw the ball, that ball ain't leaving his hand. Right? If the plastic surgeon doesn't know where to cut you and slice you open, <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna, there's gonna be some problems. Right? If you don't, if you're not clear on the amount of money you want to earn, you'll never get around to doing it. Your mind, it's a success mechanism. It needs targets. You need to give it a target, you need to give it a goal, and it's got to be a clear one. It can't be vague. That's not enough. I want more money. What is more money? A dollar extra? $10 extra? What's more money? Right? So you want to be clear on exactly what you want. This is step one, by the way, in our coaching program. So when you decide to get accountability and mentorship from me, the first thing I'm going to have you do is get crystal clear on what you want and why you want it. See, most people, they think they want X. That's not really what they want. They really want Y. They're not used to asking questions like this. They're not used to having someone help them process this properly. So they think they want X. It's not really what they want. When I say clarity, it's not just about being crystal clear. It's more than that. It's like, hey, is this in alignment with what I truly desire? Or is this just based on what I've seen other people do? So I'll just do what they do. That's what you want to do. Step number one is clarity. Number two is raise your vibration. You got to start feeling like you are this person that you want to be, that you have the things that you want. Now, let me read this to you. This is in the Power of Awareness on page 21. Or actually page 20. This book right here, okay? He says that the goal that you seek and hope to attain will not manifest itself, will not be realized by you until you have imagined that you are already the goal, that it has already happened. Therefore, looking at your results or accomplishments is the crucial test of your ability to use your imagination. See, what they're saying is if you look at your results right now, they'll tell you whether you've been using your imagination properly. That's why I said step one is you got to get clear. 
if you're going to feel like you already have it, you got to be clear on what that, what it is. Everything depends on your attitude towards yourself. That which you will not affirm as true of yourself can never be realized by you for that attitude alone is the necessary condition by which you accomplish your goals. Let me read that again. That which you will not affirm as true of yourself. What did I say? It's the way you see things that dictate the outcomes. If you out of the gate from this moment on see yourself already being the person you want to be, you already see the success that you desire and you have accepted that as a truth in your life, then that is exactly what must happen. But if you neglect to do that, if you fail to do that, you can never, the, the, the goal that you have for yourself, it can never be realized by you. Because that attitude alone is the prerequisite to accomplishing a goal. You got to be clear on exactly what you want. You have to be. Now, getting to the vibration part of it, let me go to another section of this book. This would be, um, actually, let me back up. Let me go to this one because I think this will be better. Here we go. This would be on page one-on-one. This is chapter 24. The time it takes your assumption to become a fact, your desire to be fulfilled, you to achieve your goal is directly proportionate to the naturalness of your feeling of already being what you want to be or already having what you desire. If you feel like you're not the person who would accomplish it, you won't accomplish it. Like if it doesn't feel natural for you to go out there, put yourself out there and achieve the success you want, you won't do it. You got to act like you are a legitimate actor. You got to act the part. You got to start practicing the feeling of having what you want. First, you got to get clear on what that is. That's why I said you got to spend a respectable amount of time getting clear on what that is, because if you're vague, the emotions aren't really going to be there. So you want to be clear. Obviously, number two, you got to raise your vibration. You got to get into the feeling of it. You get into the feeling by assuming that it's a fact already. Think about this. You've, you've done this already, okay? There is something in your life, if you look in reverse right now, and you think about something you accomplished, something that you had manifested, something that happened that you truly desired, you obsessed about it, whether it's buying a new phone, getting a new car, a house, you know, that dress, the purse, the suit, you know, the job, whatever it was, I guarantee you did these seven things. Number one, you were very clear on what you wanted. Number two, you felt like it was going to happen. That's how you felt. You were obsessed. You expected that it was going to happen. You wouldn't take no for an answer. You had that expectation. You started to act as if. That's what you were doing. The way you were talking about it to yourself was positive. You started making decisions that helped you move in that direction. And it happened. That's why I'm not talking about anything new. It's it's not like sci uh, hocus pocus here. I mean, people are already doing this. They are. Now, let me go back to the military. When I was in the military, 
This right here is what I was walking around with. I had this in my pocket. I had it in my hat because, you know, you wear a hat in the military. I had it on the uniform in my closet. And every day I looked at this. What happened? My vibration increased because I started to feel like I was that person because I kept looking at it. And what you keep looking at is what you start to believe in. See, if you keep looking at negative things, that's what you believe. If you keep looking at positive things, that's what you believe. It's like miracles. You keep looking at stories about miracles. If you keep looking at miracles that have happened in your life, that's what you will see. That's what you will experience. So this is what I was looking at. So I was very clear. See, this is clarity right here. I know exactly what I want. I want to be this. That's as simple as it gets. It's nothing complicated. And I wasn't becoming this because of what other people were doing. And I was becoming this because this is what I truly desired. And because I kept looking at it every day, I started to feel like I was that person. I started to act like I was that person, which is number three, acting as if. I started to act as if I was this rank. And you know what? At some, it's, There were some cases where it pissed people off because they're like, who do you think you are? Because you're always going to get people like that. They, they, they're prideful. They don't like when people are confident in themselves. Why? Because they're not confident in themselves. So, you know, I was walking around acting like that, talking to people who were at this rank, by the way. And um, yeah, it happened. Um, guys, I think success is really simple. Manifesting is simple. You got to accept that. Success is easy. Manifesting is easy. Getting what you want is easy. Understanding is easy. Taking action is easy. These are the things that you need to start implementing in your self-talk. Stop saying things are so difficult for you. It's taking forever. It never works out. Stop saying things like that because your subconscious mind is listening. That's why it doesn't make any sense to speak that way. Just because you've been speaking that way up to this point doesn't mean you need to do that moving forward. You got to change that. You got to start talking as if you are there. That's why self-talk, number four. You got to start acting and talking and feeling like that person. That's what you have to do. So you, you repeat these affirmations to yourself. That's what self-talk is. You're just affirming things to yourself all day long. You're either allowing the paradigm to affirm things on your behalf by saying what you're not. You're not worthy. You can't do this. You don't have any money. You don't have time. Who do you think you are? That's the paradigm talking. Or you can take control and say, this is the story. This is the story. This is the new story. This is who I am. All right. You get to choose, which leads to number five decisions. You got to decide to do things in this way. You have to decide. You got to make a committed decision that this is the way it's going to be moving forward. You just got to make that commitment. A committed decision is something you do regardless. You're not going to do it because it's convenient. You're going to do it because it's a commitment. It's definite. There's no going back. 
And this has to be given attention as we talk about this conversation, because a lot of people don't make committed decisions when they talk about what they want to achieve. They say they want to earn more money, but they don't make a committed decision to do whatever it takes. They say they want to better their relationships, but they don't do whatever it takes. They don't make a commitment. They only want to do things when it's convenient. You'll never get to where you want to go when you're doing things out of convenience. It doesn't work that way. We have to pay the price. The price is you thinking, feeling, and acting, and conducting yourself as a person you wish to become. That means you have to do things you don't want to do. You got to do things that are outside your comfort zone. That's what it means. So you got to make decisions. If you don't make decisions, nothing's going to happen in regard to this topic today. You're just not going to get anywhere. And I made a decision. Excuse me. I made a decision that I was going to walk around with this every single day, no matter what. That I was going to go get the uniform printed out with this. That I was going to picture myself as this already. I made a committed decision. I was going to do this regardless. That's what we mean when we say you got to go all in. All in doesn't mean you're going to work and then burn yourself out to exhaustion. That No, that, that's not what it means. It means that you start to become the thing that you desire to be in everything that you do. That's what that means. A lot of people are thinking from the place of physical force. They're thinking success is force. I got to physically move this mountain and put it over here. That's not what it is. That, that's not what it is, okay? The actions you have to take, they're mental. See, if you take the right mental actions, the physical actions always take care of themselves. The action is a result of what you're thinking about. But people, they look at the action first. No, you should be looking at what you think first because that's driving the actions. Now, number six, accountability, which helps you do what? Take the right mental actions. I read the, uh, the study yesterday. They said that if you have an accountability partner, your chances of success rise to 94%. That's, that's amazing. You mean to tell me that I have at least a 90% chance of achieving a goal if I have accountability? Yes. But most people don't get accountability. Why? They resist accountability. They resist taking responsibility. They resist the change that's going to happen because the change happens quickly. See, when you have accountability, things are going to move quickly. Why? Because you're going to start making decisions quicker. Because you have someone in your life saying, hey, you said you wanted this. What's going on? Are you thinking this way? Right? Are you on track? Are you doing what you said you're going to do? Are you making the decisions? And not just talking once to somebody, but every week. That, I think that's a big thing in my coaching program is the accountability. Number seven, you got to let the how and the when go. How is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? You got to let that go. You got to let it go because that's not your job. 
God works through and to you. He's going to work through and to other people and everything's going to unfold. You don't need to know about how or when it's going to happen. That's like driving in fog and trying to see, you know, 2000 feet in front of you. That ain't going to happen. It doesn't work that way. That's why I said, number one, you just got to be clear on what you want because number seven is going to be hard to come by if you're not clear on number one, clarity. If you're not clear on what you want, it's going to be hard to come by getting over this, how or when this is going to happen. Sabotage again. When you start to think... How is this going to happen and when this is going to happen? What are you doing? You're no longer acting as if. That's why. But you, but you, I know you're thinking, well, Devorah, I got to, I got to know what I'm going to do today, right? Yeah. Your intuition will tell you, you already know what to do today. I'm talking about when you spend time and energy trying to research how to do X, how to do Y. You're spending all this time gathering information instead of just executing on the idea you already have. That's what I'm talking about. You should be focusing on what and why and treating it like it's a present fact. And you got to let go of the how and the when. It's two different mindsets. How and when implies it has not happened. What and why? When it's a present fact, implies that it, it has already happened. This is some powerful stuff. It really is. And people are like, well, come on, Devoria can't. Does that stuff really work? Does acting as if really worked? Well, it did for me. That's what I did. Acted as if. Wasn't the brightest. Wasn't the fastest, wasn't the strongest, wasn't the smartest, wasn't the most experienced soldier, but got promoted faster than anybody else. Why? Because of what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about, these seven ways to speed up your manifestation. Seven principles. And I've had to do it repeatedly. There's no end to this. You got to keep going back to the principles and executing them on whatever it is you're looking to achieve next. So I did this with the house. I've done this with my money. I've done this with my job. I've done it with my career. I've done it with my purpose. Discovering my life purpose, which is to help you become successful. And starting a business around that. I had to follow these principles. I had to get clear on exactly what that looked like. I had to start feeling and acting as if I was a successful coach. I had to start speaking to myself as one. I had to start making decisions like a successful coach. I had to get accountability. And I had to let go of the how and the when. That's what I've been doing. I'll give you another prime example. My wife and I were moving... Uh, in February 28th, uh, in within the two weeks, I mean, you guys don't see it, but if you guys are to look outside this camera, there's a bunch of moving boxes already. And, uh, anyways, this is what we did. 
We got clear on the house that we wanted. We felt like it was done. We acted as if we already have it, even though we didn't have it, but we acted like we did. Like I was like, oh yeah, it's, it's there. It's there. It's, it, it's good. And that's how I was talking to myself. So I never was thinking like, oh, this isn't going to happen. Made decisions. So when the opportunity came up, made the decision. And well, we, hold, we held each other accountable. And the how and the when. I, I, didn't, I wasn't thinking about, well, how are we going to find this house? It's a very detailed house that we're looking for. It's a very particular house that we're looking for. We're not just looking for any house. It was a pretty clear you know, thing that we wanted. Four bedroom. I want you guys to see how clear this. Okay. If you guys want to know an example of clarity, this is what clarity sounds like. I want a four bedroom home with two baths, two bedrooms downstairs, two bedrooms upstairs, a front yard, a backyard. I want a shed in the back. Um, I want an all white kitchen with uh, marble countertops. I want all of the handles in the kitchen to be gold. I want the windows in the home to be big, which brings in natural light. Every room has multiple windows. I want us to have a form sink. Form style sink is what it's called. I want beautiful neighbors that are nice. And a great location in town. I would say that's pretty clear. I think you guys can picture that almost, right? So that's what I mean an example of clarity. What exactly is it that you want? You should write it down. You should write it down. So anyhow, I was very clear on that and not even think about how or when it was going to happen. I don't need to worry about that. I don't need to, I don't need to worry about anything. Get that into your mindset. Stop thinking that you need to worry. You don't need to worry about anything. Things are always working out for you. Now, you got to choose to see it that way, obviously. So, you know, in my life, that's a fact. But in your life, you got to decide to see things that way and it will become a fact. We are just a product of our own thinking. That's why it doesn't matter what I say. It, what matters is what do you believe? What is your level of consciousness. Let's go back to the book, The Power of Awareness in chapter three. Your consciousness is all that you think, desire, love, believe, and consent to. That's what your consciousness is. So when you're looking to accomplish something, you go to someone who has the level of consciousness you're looking to rise to. I mean, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're doing. Excuse me. But if you're going to change your consciousness, you got to change the way you think. And that requires talking to someone who already thinks that way. Consciousness, your consciousness is based on everything that you consent to, things that you believe is true in your life, what you love, what you desire, what all that stuff. So the question is, is your way of thinking 
in alignment with the manifestation that you desire. Okay. Let's see here. I had a request. Yeah, I'll circle back. Are you thinking like that person as if it's already happened? Well, you, you've heard that a thousand times. I've heard that. I know. Just because you hear this once, that doesn't mean you got it. Just because you heard it a thousand times still doesn't mean you got it. I've read this book over a thousand times already. This book over a thousand times. What else we got? Think and Grow Rich. I've read that book a thousand times. I still don't get a lot of it. I'm still understanding it. That's the way awareness works. Now, let me circle back on this vibration conversation. What we're telling you to do is feel as if it's already happened. That's what we're talking about. Feel as if it's already happened. How do you feel as if it's already happened? You think as if, right? That's why the first three steps, thoughts, feelings, actions, they must be in alignment with each other. So, you think as if it's already happened. You think as if it's a fact, a present fact. This is exactly what Neville Goddard is telling us. And uh, sealed instructions in the back of this book on page 138. Your future must become the present in your imagination. If you want to wisely and consciously create new circumstances. He also uh, writes here uh, at the top of the same page, 138. Thinking from the end is the beginning of all miracles. So you think like it's already happened. It's called an assumption. You are assuming that it is a fact, period. There's nothing else to add. There's no other special words to say. It's a fact already. You just accept it. And you can reinforce that assumption by just repeating it to yourself. I am this. I am that. I am this. I am that. Thank you for the house. Thank you for the house. Thank you for the house. Because it's already happened. Uh, you can use gratitude. I'm very. That's what I was writing in my gratitude list. I can't get up, but let me see here. Because I, I go through... Tons of journals here. Let's see. My wife's going to get it for me. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. So I have this, uh, this tool called the Purpose uh, Blueprint Journal here. Okay. And it's a journal I write in every day. And on the second page of it, there's a gratitude list section. Okay. For people on YouTube. Because 
There we go. Right? So I date it. And let me go backwards here. Let me go back to, let's see here. There we go. This is on December 15th. I'm so grateful for my beautiful fed, my beautiful four bedroom home. I was writing that down. I am grateful that I'm serving others at the highest level. I'm grateful for new clients coming to me on a continuous basis. That's exactly what has been happening. We had six people sign up recently. Income is increasing every day, every day, in every way. My life is getting better. Things are always working in my favor. My successful marriage with Kennedy. I just keep rewriting the same thing, what I want. And that's what keeps happening. That's why he stated on page, because I lost where I was. There we go. Uh, 138, thinking from the end is the beginning of all miracles. The future must become the present in your imagination if you would want to wisely and consciously create new circumstances. What do you think an architect is doing? They're thinking from the end. They want to design this skyscraper that's never been designed before. They're bringing the future into the present. They start to picture it. They get very clear on what does this building actually look like? What is the purpose of this building? How are we going to push the so-called limits? How are we going to make this building sustainable? Right? How are we going to choose different materials? Right? They get into the, the, the detail of what they're looking to design. So they think as if. They're, they're operating from the premise that it's possible. They're bringing the future into the present. And because they do that, they become emotionally involved. That's what vibration means. Okay? Feeling is conscious awareness of the vibration your body is in. Everything in this world is vibrating. Okay? It's moving at a particular speed. Now, for example, this planet is moving at a particular speed, but you don't feel it. You don't really see it. The clouds are moving. You don't really see it. The trees are moving. They, you don't see it, but it's there. If you got the right camera or you got the right microscope, then you would see a bunch of vibration. But you can't see that. Right? It's like when you cut yourself and then you have blood, the blood doesn't look like it's moving. But if you were put that same blood under a microscope, you're going to see a bunch of cells moving all over the place. Well, the way that you feel dictates the vibration your body is in. So if you feel bad, you're in a low vibration. If you feel great, you're in a high vibration. The whole point is to get yourself in a high vibration around what you're looking to accomplish in your life. You do that by start feeling like you are that person. You basically assume the vibration of that person. Well, that's what the architect is doing. That's what happens when they get together and they start planning this out and they start moving towards it. They are vibrating. Everybody's on the same frequency. They feel as if this is absolutely going to happen. 
They don't know how. They are going to have to overcome some obstacles. They may have to push some boundaries. But they all as a team are thinking collectively this is going to happen. If architects are doing that, what do you think doctors are doing? Plastic surgeons are doing? Athletes are doing? What do you think musicians are doing? What do you think actors are doing? Actors, I think, are doing this at the highest level. I think these principles are exactly what is required to be an excellent actor. You have to be clear on the character. You have to be clear on the perception you have to have as you play this role in the movie. You got to be very clear on how you're going to show up, how you're going to dress, how you're going to talk. You got to start feeling that way. See, if the actor doesn't feel like this character, that actor ain't going to sell us on anything. And we've seen that. We've seen TV shows. We've seen movies of people playing a role. And you're like, how did they even get into this movie? How are they even an actor? Right. And you'll see this sometimes when you you take a musician or a sports athlete or somebody like that and they go and they play a movie role. You know that, that you know, they didn't. This is not their forte. You know, it isn't. <laughs> they haven't put in the same amount of work. My point is what actors are doing this. They're thinking as if they are that person. They're feeling like that person. They're acting like that person. So when they hit record. It's as if they are that person and every fiber of their being, every cell of their body is them acting like this character. That's why you can't help but leave thinking, are they really this way in real life? So I'm, we're not saying anything that's really special in my opinion. We're not saying anything that I think is ambiguous. I think it's very clear principles. The question is, is your execution, your commitment. The people who make a commitment to do this are the people who get the results. It's that simple. Commitment means what again? You do it regardless. You do it regardless. So that's what we mean when we say vibration is you start to feel like you are that person. Like this will happen for you. What you're really doing is expressing the emotion of faith. Faith is always based on understanding. Understanding that if you hold what you want in your mind long enough and you internalize it, it has to happen. You understand that if you focus on what you want, you have to move in that direction. You can't focus on what you want and go in the opposite direction. It doesn't work that way. If you focus on what you want from a positive point of view, you will move in that direction because you're giving your subconscious mind a target. But if you're thinking about what you want from a negative perspective, like it can't happen, what target are you giving your subconscious mind? You're not giving it one. So nothing's going to happen. Now more than ever in the history of our existence, if you can say that, mindset is such a huge topic today. It wasn't 50 years ago. Because people were closed-minded. People weren't ready to think that way. The awareness, our consciousness as a society wasn't there. Just like there was a time where there, were, there was no airplanes. Why? Because people weren't thinking that way. They did not think it was possible to create an airplane, to fly in the sky, just like there was a time where there was no phones, no radio. People thought it was impossible to communicate with each other in the air. It's all consciousness. And the results we're getting as a society, 
as a community, as a culture, a family, and on an individual level is based on your current level of consciousness, what you believe to be true. That's what you get. So if you start to believe that what you want to happen is a fact in your life, it must happen. Now, the very last one was what? How and when. The how comes as you move towards it and it moves towards you. And the how comes in the form of the inspired ideas that you get, the people that you're going to come into contact with, and the opportunities that are in front of you that you need to act on. And the money. And the time. Things are always working out. But you have to think that way to experience it. I go back to the architect. The I'm telling you, if you have an architect and they're like, we are going to build the tallest skyscraper in Los Angeles, what do you think is going to happen? They're going to attract the right real estate developer who understands that vision because they also have that idea. They're going to attract the right construction company because that construction company, whoever owns it, is thinking that big. They're like, man, I would love for our company and our team to be a part of one of the tallest skyscrapers in America. And they don't know each other. They may know of each other. They may know each other. But my point is, is when you start to truly focus on what you want, you have to understand the power of your thoughts. When you really internalize it and you get emotion involved, it starts coming towards you, again, in the form of people and money and opportunities and ideas. That's what happens. That's why nobody can ever tell you how long it's going to take because it's based on your thinking. It's based on your assumption. It's based on that decision that you made. It's based on whether you're acting as if you are that person. If you're following these principles, I mean, it's going to happen. And how long it takes, again, is all relative because three years to me may be fast. Three years to you may feel like, oh my God, this is took forever. Right? But that's, that's you. That's your perception. So, you know, you really have to take ownership of the way that you see things. That's why I said your current level of consciousness. That's why when you're really doing something you truly love, you don't care how long it's going to take. And you know what ends up happening? It ends up happening pretty quickly. I've only been at, I've only been doing this for a short amount of time. I spent 13 years in the military. I've only been doing this for five years professionally. And I've, I've accomplished more in my life with this in five years than I did in the military. So does it take a long time? Not in my opinion. And it's, up to, it's all based on your assumption, what you believe. If you believe things take a very long time, they will. I don't believe things take a long time. I believe that God is going to make them happen in my life when I am ready. And how do I get ready? I follow these principles. I get clear on what I'm asking God to deliver in my life. I'm feeling as if he's already given it to me. I'm acting like he's, give, he's given it to me. 
I talk to myself like I already have it. I make decisions like I am that person. I have the accountability and I don't think about how or when. So it happens. It happens. It happens. That's why mindset is everything. But as I go through this today, this is great. But what happens when you have the setbacks? What happens when you try to do this and you fall back? What happens you try to do this for a couple of weeks and you go back to doing what you were doing previously? And, and it's like a roller coaster. You're going up, you're going down, you're going up, you're going down. That's why you need accountability. That's why you need mentorship. That's why you should be working with somebody. Now, obviously, I'm biased. You should be working with me. I've got clients in the chat telling you to. But even if it's if even if it's not me, maybe I'm not the best person for you. Find somebody. Do whatever you can to get the mentorship you need. There's no question. I need it. You need it. Everybody needs it. The most successful people have it. There's no question. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about the time. Don't worry about how it's going to work out. Just make a decision to get help. And then things will start to unfold. But if, again, if you don't make the decision, that means you're not acting like that person. That's the interesting part about this concept today. Some of you guys, you know exactly what you want to do. You've tried everything on your own. You've continued to fail. You are now at the crossroads of knowing you need help. Knowing you need someone to show you exactly how to get this done. You are now experiencing an opportunity to do what? Act as if. If you were that person you wanted to be, what would you do? You would get help. You would. You got to make a decision. You got to decide to act. You have to decide to act. What does your intuition tell you? What would your future self tell you to do? Would your future self tell you to keep doing what you've been doing? Or would your future self tell you, hey, you need to stop it and you need to get help. You're on the path to insanity. You're trying to do this on your own. You don't know what you're doing. It's okay because everybody goes through it. But you got to reach out for help. And, you know, there seems to be a limiting belief around getting help. People believe if they get help, they must be weak or something like that. I find that people are at their weakest when they refuse to get help. I think people who are intelligent, people who truly want to make things happen, they reach out for help. And it could be a challenging thing to do. But again, are you willing and able to do whatever is required to get what you desire? Are you willing to do everything that is required to get what you desire? That's a good question. That is a really good question. Regardless of your answer, know something, know this. 
your ability to speed up your manifestation or your success is going to be based on clarity, knowing exactly what you want. Number two, vibration, feeling like you are that person. Number three, acting like that person. Number four, the way you speak to yourself about the topic. Number five, decision-making. Number six, accountability. And number seven, letting go of how and when. Every, every advancement, every invention, every creation has happened illogically. It doesn't make any sense to most people. It doesn't make sense back at, uh, what, at the end of the 1800s, for people to say, hey, we can, we can build this airplane and we can fly in the sky and eventually we can give it to the military and they can fly and drop bombs and stuff like that. Like, guys, you have to understand, people did not believe that was possible. You have to understand where you're coming from. You're coming from a world, an upbringing, right? Belief systems from your family, your culture that tell you, hey, this is impossible. Hey, you can't turn your life around. Hey, you can't earn more money. Like We have to understand that that has been pumped into us since we came into this world. And we've got to override all that. We've got to look past that and we've got to focus on what we want. I truly believe you are the director, you are the actor, um, and the movie is your life. You're the one directing the story. And you get to choose what the story is going to be. You get to choose who the actors are going to be, what role you're going to play. You choose that. You really do. And I'm telling you, thinking you have all the time in the world to do this, I just think it's careless. You don't know when your last day is going to be here. So, like I always say, you might as well get around to living the life you truly desire. And a lot of you say, well, it's hard, Devori. It's hard. I guarantee you one thing, and all my, cl all my clients would vouch for this, by the way. It is harder to not do this than to actually do this. Your life is harder when you don't do what I'm telling you to do. When you don't bet on yourself, when you don't invest in yourself, when you don't get help, your life is harder in that position. It is not harder when you get the help. Now, are you going to have to do things that are uncomfortable, that are challenging, where you're going to be anxious, you're going to be scared, you're going to have some doubts? Absolutely. You're going to have uncertainty. You don't know how it's going to happen. Absolutely. But that cannot be harder than living a life knowing you can be, do, and have more, and you're not making it happen. It can't be any harder than that. That is harder mentally, spiritually, physically, when you're in that position. You know you can make it happen. You know you can live a better life, but you're not actually making the decisions. You're stuck. It can't be any harder than that. So I always tell people, when you say it's hard, hard relative to what? What are you comparing it to? Right? That's what I'm telling you guys. I think the only option, if you are, if you are the person who's at the crossroads where you've already, you consumed all the information, 
You watch countless people on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube talk about manifestation, talk about personal development, talk about success. You've heard it all. But the results are not what you want them to be. It's because information is not the answer. You need execution. You need understanding. You need accountability. You need mentorship. And once you accept that truth, things are just going to get better. And you know why it is the truth? Because what does your future self tell you? I guarantee your future self is telling you, hey, you need to get help. Hey, you need to be working with somebody. Hey, you need some accountability. Hey, you need to stay on track. Hey, you can do this. Hey, God has a plan for you. So I'm not making it up. Because it's the same thing my future self would tell me and has told me. So this brings us to the part of the show where we can get into answering your questions. Let's see what we got. I'm going to start on YouTube to make sure that I don't forget anybody. Question, I believe in God, but I'm not sure which specific religion belief I should go with. How do I make the right decision on which religious belief I should focus on, or should I even believe in one? I don't know what... I I, I don't know if you're asking... Are you, are you asking which, which religion should you practice? Is that what you're asking? I'm going to assume that's what you're asking. So my answer would be this. It's not, I'm not the person to tell you what religion you should practice. Your intuition will tell you that. What religion do you resonate with? Now, I'm of the belief that most people practice the religion they practice because their parents practiced it. It's really that simple. It's like if you grew up in Southern, in South Africa, you know, um, would you even know what going to a Baptist church even means? Would you understand Christianity, but from a Baptist perspective? No. Like most people grow up in America, they don't know what it means to worship Buddha. They don't know what it means. They don't know what the Quran is. They have no awareness around that. So my point is, is that you get to choose what you want to practice. That that's your choice. I, nobody could tell you that. That I wouldn't be asking anybody that. I would I would just go with whatever you feel is right for you whatever you gravitate towards, whatever you're energized by, that's the direction you should go in. It's a great question. It's a phenomenal question. I'm very good at getting quick results. It's all about getting to a point where you can trust your intuition. 100% agreed. 100% agreed. 
a whiteboard is out. This is going to be good. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I don't believe in God. I believe in God's work. Saying you believe in God is like saying you have choice. Well, you do have a choice. You do have a choice. You have a choice to believe what you think is true for you. You chose to believe that God is not something you believe in. You chose to believe that. I didn't force, I didn't put a gun to your head and make you say that. You chose to think that way. I choose to think that overall there is a God and he works through the universal laws and that's what governs everything that we do. And the moment we start to understand how to work in harmony with God and allow his work to flow through into us, we win. I think there are people in the world that's happening. They just don't know that's what's happening. They can't explain it. What do I do when I'm getting really annoyed by my friends? You're choosing to get annoyed. Why, why are you around people like that? What are you getting annoyed about? Maybe that's a better question. Why are you getting annoyed? Where is that coming from? What are you believing in that's causing you to have a conflict with your friends? What is that exactly? You see, here's, here's the thing, guys. Nobody makes you upset. You choose to get upset. You choose to get upset. Nobody makes you upset. Nobody annoys you. You choose to get annoyed. Nobody triggers you. You choose to get triggered because you haven't addressed the limiting belief behind that trigger. That's you. Some people don't want to hear it, but they need to hear it. You are the only problem and solution you'll ever have. If you're waiting for other people to change outside of you, you'll be waiting for the rest of your life. You got to change. So if you're around people and it's not what you want it to be, you look at yourself. What are you doing to enable this? What are you doing to allow this? What have you been doing to be in that puts you in this position to begin with? You start thinking like that, you'll attract better people into your life. Thank you. The quality of my YouTube live stream is gorgeous. Appreciate it. Can you recap? Oh, yeah, I, I did that already. Yep, that Power of Awareness is an amazing book. Oh, by the way, besides the announcement of the new coaching program, by the way. So, again, if you've been listening and you want accountability and you want mentorship, you just want results faster. You want somebody to help you hold your hand, all that good stuff, and you want it done. And you know you're going to get it done because you're working with somebody. Go to the link in my bio and apply. Sign up for it. Now, I'm only bringing that up because, um, darn it, I just lost the comment. Where was that? Oh, I'm, bring, I'm bringing it up because of this, guys. Success is really simple, okay? It really is. But if you, if you don't know what you should be focusing on, if you don't know the decisions you should be making, how do you know, how's it going to happen? I mean, you're going to get in your own way, right? So I, I'm just saying that because I really believe, guys, you can definitely accomplish anything that you want.
but you've got to make an irrevocable decision that you're going to do it. Um, and that's why I love reading this book, The Power of Awareness. And so as we, um, we talk about this subject today, the answers are already here. They are. But you've got to understand how to apply them. And I think that book really simplifies it very well. How do you control your negative thoughts from returning? You don't. The negative thoughts are going to happen. Again, misinformation. Most people think that you can get to a point where you never think a negative thought ever again. Not true. The law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything. If there's a positive thought, there has to be a negative thought. So it works. So the, the difference is what? Is understanding how to use your mental faculties. Understanding that you don't have to focus on negative thinking. You leave it alone. You got to focus on what you want instead. And that just comes from, I really believe that comes from accountability, coaching, uh, studying, practicing it, things like that. Like when, let me just, so you know, I'm not just making this stuff up. I have my videos edited um, for TikTok, Instagram, stuff like that. And usually what will happen is the paradigm will come up and tell me, oh, no one's going to want to listen to this. Ah, this doesn't really make any sense. Nobody cares. It's all BS. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have those negative thoughts too. Successful people think negatively. They just don't believe in it. They don't allow the negative thinking to control them. That's why I said. You're going to have the negative thought, but you got to go back to acting as if. You're going to have the negative thought, but you got to go back to what you want. Right? You got, you're going to have the negative thought, but you got to go back to talking to yourself as if it has happened. It's positive. You got to decide to do that. Negative thinking is not going anywhere. Negative thinking will happen for the rest of our life. So will positive thinking. It's just what are we going to give our energy to? That's really what's most important. Uh, yeah, she put it there. Perfect. Thank you. Thought about your yesterday's live. Don't think about when and how, but think about what and why. Exactly. Uh, let's see here. The mind is so powerful. It sure is. That's dope. Mindset is everything. Uh, feeling it fitness. I need accountability. Well, you got to make a decision. Reach out. We could talk about it. Uh, let's see here. Leo Daniel 318. 
Sir, can I win a lottery from manifestation? Absolutely you can. People do it all the time. Listen, I believe this because I've experienced it and I've seen it in the lives of other people. Everything that is happening to us is a manifestation. Now, whether we consciously did it or unconsciously did it or it's God's doing, it is a manifestation. And when it comes to the lottery, it's no different. It's no different. People manifest winning the lottery. But it's, it's, it's not something you, you just, oh, okay. Like you go do the research yourself. You'll find that. If you go read up the stories behind everybody who won the lottery, they'll tell you the same thing I just said today. They were clear on what they wanted. They felt like it was going to happen. They acted like it was going to happen. They made a decision to buy the ticket in the first place. Uh, let's see here. Yes, I have a hard time asking for help. And you need to flip that around. Four WD Jeep dude or four uh, four wheel drive Jeep dude. Um, you got to start telling yourself it's easy for you to ask for help. It's easy. You got to start telling yourself that. Put it in your gratitude list. I'm grateful now. It's uh, I'm grateful that it's easy for me to get help. I'm grateful that I feel strong and smart when I ask for help. See, that's the story you're telling yourself. That's why you feel that way. Because that's the story you have running through your mind. You're thinking that it's hard, it's weak, it's stupid. You got to stop thinking that way. You got to just make a committed decision that, hey, I'm going to see asking for help as a positive thing. You just got to make a decision. Absolutely true. You have to choose your heart. The price of regret is more than the price of success. 100%. I think that's the best way to put it. The price of regret is more than the price of success. What piece of advice have you received from a mentor that helped you shift into executing? The best advice is that's a good that's a good question. I think one of the best advices I received was you got to stop Oh, let me put it to you this way. Most people have mistaken identity. They believe they're someone that they're not. Meaning, you believe you're not good enough. That's wrong. You believe you're not worthy. That's wrong. That's a mistaken identity. And one of the best advices I got was, you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. You only believe there's something wrong with you because you live in a world where people are making money by saying what's wrong with you. The pharmaceutical companies, they just make up stuff. So they can make more pills and more money. We know this. There's thousands of different diagnoses, right? You can get diagnosed for anything in this world. Why? Because it's a business. So we grow up and we're trained to think, there's something wrong with me. You go to school and the teacher is talking about something that is never going to ha uh, help you in your life. And they're looking at you like you're crazy because you're not interested. 
But oh, you're, there's something wrong with your kid. They have ADD. They're not focusing. No, you're talking about bullshit. Nothing of what you're saying is going to impact their life whatsoever. No one cares about who the 22nd president was. No one cares about when the Civil War was. What has that got to do with me getting what I want in my life? Nothing. So as, we're, as we grow up, society's like, hey, there's something wrong with your kid. They got an F on the test. There's something wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with the kid, okay? Oh, your, your kid has a learning disability. They don't pay attention. They don't process information. Why is that? Because you program them to think that way. You talk to them like there's something wrong with them. So that's who they become. So the best advice I ever got was you, you stop thinking you're someone that you're not. The person you're seeking to become is who you already are spiritually. Done. There's nothing else to add. That's who you truly are. This confident, this amazing, smart, successful person, it's who you already are. You just got to start acting that way. You got to think that way. It's who you already are. And if you weren't that person, you wouldn't be able to think that way. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to have these type of ideas. I think that's the best advice. You're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. I, I resonated with that advice so much because for most of my life, I was told there was something wrong with me. Oh, your son, he has anger issues. Well, hello, his parents were drug addicts. He was abandoned when he was a baby, a toddler. Uh, he has no siblings. He doesn't have a father in his life. Okay, I think that makes sense. But the, see, they don't think that way. They're just thinking, oh, that's another diagnosis. That, that's another disorder. That's, let's get some more pills. That's what people are doing. And they think just because they say it, it's going to be fixed. No. Oh, he's got anger issues. Oh, there's something wrong with him. Oh, he doesn't pay attention. He cannot focus. It's ignorance. I'm telling you guys. Oh, you have, you have ADHD. Let's give you more pills. I've been through it all. I went to the doctor. I went to counselors. I went to psychiatrists. I've done it all, guys. And I'm telling you, it's mistaken identity at, the be at best. It really is. That's, I would say that's one of the best advices ever. Let's see here. There should be no religion other than understanding we all are one. I see your point of view on that one. Do you think manifestation is matching with believing in God? I believe manifestation is just another word that describes something happening. So instead of me saying something happens... I say it manifested. That's what it is. We have to. Here's the other thing, guys. It's nobody's fault. But this is the way I love teaching. When, we, when people ask me questions and they're trying to figure something out, we need to understand the words that we're using when we even ask a question. Right? So what is manifestation exactly? What is it exactly? 
There are so many definitions on the topic, but let's just go to dictionary.com. It says an event, action, or object that clearly shows or embodies something, especially a theory or an abstract idea, uh, or the action or fact of showing an idea. So listen, can you break that down even more? You can break it down and say that when something is manifested, it means something has happened. Okay. So when we ask the question, do we think manifestation is matching the belief in God? We are walking examples of manifestation. Now, if you are a believer in God, like I am, I believe that we are a manifestation of him. He's living through us. You don't believe in God? That's perfectly fine. But in the word of manifestation, it still rings true. The solar system, the galaxy we're in, in this area of the universe, this planet manifested living organisms because of the location that it's in. That's what the word manifestation means. It's not some crazy scientific witchcraft thing. We have to understand the word. Manifest means something happens. Something's happening. Something has happened. So when we are praying to God and we're asking for things, what are we doing? We're asking for a manifestation. We're asking for him to help us make something happen in our lives. That's what we're doing. So instead of praying to God and acting as if it's impossible, we should be praying, expecting that he will answer our prayers by acting as if it's already happened. And what happens? It happens. No pun intended. But see, the one topic that nobody wants to have a conversation about but should be the main conversation Um, is what? The main conversation should be that if you're going to church and you're following a religion, just look at your behavior. That will show you whether you believe in it or not. Just because you read something, just because you say you believe, doesn't mean you actually believe. You know you believe by the actions you take, how you carry yourself, the decisions you make. That's how you know that you believe. It's not for me to tell you what you should believe in. But again, whether you go to church every Sunday, whether you are reading the power of awareness, it doesn't mean anything if you're not acting on the information. If you're not following through, on what you say you believe in, because that's where the transformation occurs. That's why he said, thinking from the end is the beginning of all miracles. Some people are asking for miracles, but they're not following that principle. Kim Brooks puts accountability. I am a in. EMT and moving forward with my dreams and goals. So that's a transportation company, guys. 
I believe it's non-medical or something like that. Um, I can't see the writings behind you. Yeah, because we already went through them, but I'll show you again. Number seven is let go of the how and when. Okay, let me answer this question on YouTube. I struggle to speak in front of people. How do I make this simple? Well, there are a few things that you can do. Number one is you got to practice speaking in front of people. That's that's first thing you can do. So you go and you volunteer. You can join an organization like Toastmasters and just practice. Okay. Uh, number two. You got to understand what you should be focusing on when you go to speak in front of people. And I'll help you with that with one sentence. You got to focus on them and stop focusing on yourself. People have such a hard time speaking in front of people because they're too busy focused on themselves. How do I sound? How do I look? Do people believe what I'm saying? Right? They're thinking about themselves. They're not actually thinking about helping people. See, if you were just strictly focused on helping people when you step up to speak, you're not going to say the wrong thing. You'll be just fine because it's a different vibration. You have trouble speaking because you're in a chaotic vibration. You're doing something you're not used to doing. Chaotic feelings. There's conflict in there because you're not used to doing it. That's why I said, number one, you got to practice doing it. And number two, you got to have the right mindset. So when you start to go to speak in front of somebody, you got to make it about them and not about you. When you make it about them, when you make it about helping them, and that's what's on your mind, you do what? You move yourself in a different vibration, a higher vibration. The thought of helping someone brings joy to your heart, makes you happy. It leaves you fulfilled. So you feel differently when you're speaking. But if you're not thinking about actually helping them, your thought is, oh, what are, what are they thinking about? Am I saying the right thing? You're thinking negatively. That causes you to feel what? Tense, anxious, fear. No wonder you start fumbling over your words because it's what you're focusing on before you start. And as you continue to go throughout the presentation, you should continue to hold that focus, helping those people. And, and the third thing you can do is just learn how to speak. Take a, a few classes on speaking, public speaking. The, the, tech, the techniques are really sound. So let's put it in the right order. Number one, you got to have the right mindset. Number two, you got to follow the right techniques. And number three, you got to practice. You got to practice. What are some techniques? You got to look at people in the eye. You got to have the right body language, right? You, you got to be able to slow down sometimes and silence is always a good thing. You know, there's a, there's different principles and techniques that really help you. Um, but if the most best, the best advice I ever received on public speaking was if you focus on the people you're speaking to, you'll be fine. And that's never failed me. I do this podcast Monday through Friday. I have had my fair share of speaking engagements. I've used to train people in the military. 
It's all the same principle. If I'm focused on them, I'm not really nervous. I'm not worried about anything. But I'm if I'm focused on myself, you know, then you're going to get nervous. Great question, Sarah. Sarah asked that question on YouTube, by the way. All right, let's see here. What's the difference between purpose and passion? Purpose is why you're doing something. Passion is something you love. So what I tell people is your purpose in life, the why you are here is based on what you love to do. So if we, if we look at it, All right. There we go. So purpose, I believe, encompasses a few things. Number one, what is it that you love to do the most? Number two, what is it that you're great in already? You combine these two. And number three, what is the legacy you want to leave behind? How do you want to impact other people? How do you want to be remembered? That's why you wake up in the morning. That's the purpose of your life is to develop your gifts. Sorry. To develop your gifts, your talents, and your skills. That is a purpose. That's why God gave it to you. To do exactly what you love to do. Again, that's what God gave to you. Nobody made you love it. You love, you, you love what you love because that's who you are. And three, you get to decide how you want people to remember you. And this is all you need. If you have this information and your life is centered around this information, you're living a phenomenal life. You, you may not be a billionaire or even a millionaire, but if you're doing those things, oh, your, your life is amazing. Why? Because that's the way my life is. That's the way my, my wife, her life is, and my clients and my brother. There's so many people that I know. Um, and we see this all the time. There's doctors. You know they love it, and they're great at it. There are musicians. We can go on and on and on. All right. Let's keep this moving. How long does it take for your vibration to change, and how do you know they are changing? You can change the way you feel immediately and you'll know it because you don't feel that way anymore. Right. So let's go back to it. What is vibration? Well, it's representing the way that you feel. 
Okay. How you feel dictates the vibration you're in, how you feel. So how do you change the way that you feel? You change what you're focusing on. How do you know you've changed how you felt or how you feel? It's because you can feel it. It's really that obvious. Question from Opotent Big Bird. Omnipotent Big Bird, excuse me. What was the most difficult problem you ever had with a client and how did you overcome it? If you're asking what's one of the most difficult problems a client of mine has had, uh, I would say one would definitely be a mother whose son was a meth addict and there is plenty of abuse and violence and theft and she didn't see how she was going to be able to fix it and... Now her son owns his own business and they have an amazing relationship. I would say that was a pretty challenging thing to overcome as a mother. Um, I would say I, I, had a, well, I still have him. Very successful dude. Makes a lot of money. But didn't have a great relationship with his kids or his family. Now he does. In the beginning, felt that he never would have time to spend with his family, um, really enjoy his life. Now he does. Uh, Kim, who's here in the chat, she was working in nine to five. Now she owns her own business. And it's not like she went to college or got a degree, but she's doing exactly what she wants to do. Uh, what else? I mean, the list goes on. I'm, I'm not too sure if there's a particular scenario you're looking for. I myself am the best client because parents are drug addicts, sexually abused, bullied in school, single child, no father, which meant single mother, single mother died in high school, had to live on his own. Went to the military, bad finances, bad self-esteem, bad friends. You know, I went through all of it. Now I'm here today. It's because of these principles that I share with you. Let's see here. I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm so glad that I found your live. Um, I, yeah, O S N A P I T Z L E I. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Michael Morris 087 says, You say things pastors say, but are speaking a different language. I speak your language. Thank you. Yeah, one of the good, I would say, teachers of this material would be, um, He's no longer here, but a gentleman by the name of Reverend Ike. He's gone now, but he's got a lot of stuff on YouTube that his family or his foundation saved or whoever runs his estate. Um, I would actually listen to him. If you're really into religion, like you really want things to be 
uh, to involve a lot of scripture from the Bible, I would listen to him. I think he's pretty legit. And I and I would say Bob Proctor's, you know, he's not he's not a pastor, but he he definitely has incorporated uh, principles of the Bible. Because you know what? I think he said it best. The only two places we have to go to truly understand who we are is religion and science. And they're not like against each other. They're actually with each other. And one explains what's going on inside of us. And the other one explains what's going on outside of us. They're not separate. Like they're not like, oh, you either believe in science or you don't. Like it's like, no, you should believe in both in some capacity. Uh, let's see here. How do you make money if you have no college degree? Well, that's an easy question. You find a problem and you solve it for people. That's it. How do you make money if you have no degree? You go out there, you find a problem that people are willing to pay for, and you solve it. It's that simple. The real trick to it, or the unlock, so to speak, or the flex, or whatever you want to call it, is when the problem you solve is what you're passionate in. That's when you really got something. That's why I said it starts with purpose. So what are some problems? Look at yourself. What problem have you solved for yourself? Thank you. My wife just brought me some non-alcoholic beverage. <laughs> okay. This, this is sparkling water, okay, for people who don't know my sense of humor, okay? Sparkling water. It looks like a beer can, so sometimes I, I have to tell people this is not, this is water. <laughs> I don't even drink alcohol, by the way, but um, it's really good. Now, I've been drinking a lot of, uh, there's a company called Proud Source. They put, like, minerals and... And things like that in their water. I really love that. Oh, man, that's really good. That's really good, mate. Mm -hmm. If you guys have this in your local town, at, you know, your 7-Eleven, I'd get one of these. Try it out. It's called Liquid Death. It's really good. So, how do you make money if you have no college degree? Think about the problems you've already solved for yourself and solve it for other people. That's how you make money. That's how money is earned. Money is earned by exchanging what? Hey, I have a problem. You have the solution. Here's my money. Solve it. That's how money is, is made. Doesn't matter if it's in real estate, if it's in uh, engineering, if it's in the medical industry, if it's in the education industry all industries operate the same way it's called economics there's a problem and people want what either they need goods to solve that problem or they need a service to solve that problem people are gonna pay money for it problem i don't have anything to cook my food with oh that's right let me go down to target and get pots and pans right i mean it's that basic like if I was teaching an entrepreneur class, that's one-on-one. -on -one. You find a problem and you solve it. That's it. And the best problem to solve is a problem that you've already solved yourself, especially if it's a service. And it's, it's one that you're passionate about because you're always going to go the extra mile. 
your customer service is going to be above average because you have a passion behind it. You have a story behind it. You have a transformation behind it. So your way of doing things is different than the next person who's just doing it to get money. People are going to be able to sniff that a mile away. They're going to know, oh, this person's only about getting money. They really don't care. Now, what problems should you solve? Again, that's up to you. Where do you start after you know what that problem is? You start reaching out to people you know who has that problem and you offer to solve it for them. It's really that basic. Now, how do I reach out to people to let them know that I can solve their problems? I do it in a multitude of ways. Content on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. My podcast, my email list, my the free stuff I give away. Because I want people to know that, hey, I'm, I'm not just up here just trying to get money and just sharing information. No, I'm trying to change your life here. This is my purpose. I'm not playing games. So my expectation is usually when people come into contact with me, they know I'm someone who's not playing games. I'm not on this Internet thing to try to show off to anybody. I'm literally only here to change your life. That's my purpose. That's all I care about. So I show up every day, I put the information out there and people there, there's always a percentage of people who are like, Oh, yep. That's the person I'm looking for. They give me a call. They sign up. Boom. I help them. They get the result. It's that simple. That's how entrepreneurship works. I think people make the mistake with it though, is when they try to do something that they really are not passionate in and it's, and it's only about getting money. If it's only about the money, don't even bother because you're not going to find any success on that. It's got to be a mission. It's got to be a vision. It's got to have a purpose. It's got to be, you know, something you truly desire behind that. Uh, let's see here. All right. I'll move over for you. Hold on. Let me fix it. There we go. Hopefully that answered your question. Uh, calves, number seven. Tactigon calves. Excuse me. All right, let's keep going here. It does make me happy. I'm excited to help people get to their appointments. Yeah, you can go over to the YouTube channel. Thank you for the reminder. You go to you can go to the YouTube channel by going to the link in my bio if you're on TikTok. There's a link to go there. All right, let's see here. Yeah, that's a huge problem. Exactly, Kim. I'm, I'm very happy for you. That's the single best piece of advice of public speaking anxiety I've ever heard. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yeah, success is easy. This statement has shifted my way of thinking. It moved seeing success as a giant. Exactly. Exactly. Success is not hard, ladies and gentlemen. Success is what exactly? It's what you want, and you start moving in that direction. Oh, I just seen your comment, Mary Carter. Yeah, that shouldn't have happened. You shouldn't even have the ability to schedule at that time. Well, 
let's let's definitely reschedule. I'm gonna send you a a text message here. And we'll figure it out. All right. Okay. I just sent you a message. Thank you. So as we wrap up today, um, wh what did we talk about? We talked about the seven ways to speed up your manifestations, to speed up your success, to, you know, make things happen faster, right? To feel like things are moving. And there's going to be some days where you feel like nothing's happening. Nothing's working. Excuse me. All right, you're going to feel that way. That's, that's part of the process. You know, there's a rhythm to life. Some days you're going to be in the spirit of it. Some days you won't. Don't worry about that. But you got to keep going back to the truth. The truth is what you want. Clarity. What is it that you truly want? Number two, you got to feel like you already have it. You do that by the repetition of thinking about what you want. That's how, that's how it happens, right? Or the repetition of visualizing it. So, for example, I've, sh I've shown you guys this plenty of times already, but it's just a, you know, a basic vision board that my wife and I created. Hers is on the back here. Mine is on the front. Or hers is on the front. Mine's on the back, regardless. Um... But what's 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 the deal? I got I got the moving boxes right here. Or the camera on the YouTube. Sheesh. All right. Here we go. Boom. Moving boxes. A beautiful four bedroom home. A vacation Aruba, Paris. Which I believe we're gonna get that Paris trip by the end of this year for free. We're halfway there already. Uh, let's see. Baby daughter. Happy and abundant. So, guys, I this is behind my laptop. That's why I brought it out. See, I was about to get all caught up on it. <laughs> uh, and, and I just look at it every day. That's another way to do what? Think as if it's already happened and get into the right vibration. And um, I think it's really that simple. Anyways, you got to act as if you already have it. So what does that mean? Stop moving like you're desperate. Stop moving like it's not going to happen. Stop trying to do things because you think you got to make it happen or force it to happen. You don't do that. You let it happen. You do what you're supposed to do today. And if you get everything done that you were supposed to do today, you don't need to feel like you have to do anymore. Like people just have this thought like, oh, I'm not doing enough. Because you're operating from the thought that you are the one that has to make it all happen. It doesn't work that way. Yes, there are actions you must take. 
but you're not the one moving the mountain, okay? We have to understand that. Uh, Self-talk. How are you speaking to yourself? Right? What are the words you're using? For example, the words that Fano Fano 27, 27 he just used. Why is it so hard to change the paradigm? That's self-talk. That's what you believe. You believe it's hard to change. I don't believe it's hard to change a paradigm. What is a paradigm? Let's go back to understanding what we're talking about. Let's understand the words that we're using. Paradigm. What is that? Okay. A paradigm is just habits, ideas, and beliefs fixed in your subconscious mind. It got there through repetition and emotional impacts, usually traumatic experiences. Are they hard to change? No. Is it a challenge? Yes. I say it's not hard because I'm comparing it to what I went through in my life. See, changing a paradigm is not harder than dealing with sexual molestation. Change the paradigm is not harder than trying to start your life on your own with no guidance. Living on someone's couch. Changing the paradigm is not harder than growing up with no father. It's not hard for me. So I'm constantly experiencing a change in my paradigms. Because I've set the stage. I've set the rules. It's easy. And even if it's taking a while, that still doesn't mean it's hard. You know, that that's the other thing. You're right. It is hard to change the paradigm because that's what you believe to be true. So it's not for me to tell you that you're wrong. It's for me to tell you that, um, you know, you've got to decide on how you get to see it because that's more important than the thing itself. Is it hard to change? No, that was a relief. Exactly. People change every single day for the better. You just don't hear about it because that's not what they report on the news. But it happens every day. It happens with kids. You got kids every day going from F's to A's. You got people going from living paycheck to paycheck to getting in control of their finances. You got people who were nervous to speak in front of people who are now confident in speaking in front of people. You got people who were having these negative relationships, hanging around the wrong people who were negative. Now they hang around positive people. People change every day. It's just, are you going to follow these steps? Because that's part of it. You can make a committed, committed decision to Suggestions for self-talk. Speak to yourself as if you're already the person you want to be. That's the main suggestion. You got to speak to yourself like you are the person you want to be you, you want to become. You are that person anyway. So you speak to yourself like you are that person. Don't talk down on yourself. 
See, the biggest hater you have to be concerned with is yourself. Don't hate on yourself. Don't say those derogatory things to yourself. That isn't going to help you. There's a difference between holding yourself to a high standard and accountability and just tearing yourself down. There's a huge difference in that. So I would, the main suggestion is to just change the way you speak about yourself. Speak from a place of unconditional love. Speak from a place of, of faith, understanding. Speak from the place where you want to be. Mindset's everything. It really is. All right, guys. So, again, one thing to take away from today is what? If you're planning to achieve your goals, to manifest what you desire, it's going to involve doing these seven things right here. If you fail to do these things, you're probably not going to find much success. I've given you multiple examples. Sergeant First, class, Sergeant First Class was one of them. Okay. I wasn't the smartest. I wasn't the fastest. I wasn't the strongest. I wasn't the most experienced. But I followed these principles. And by the age of 27, this is the rank that I got to. Most people retire at the age of 40 with this rank. So needless to say, if I had kept going, probably would be, uh, I don't know, a major by now because I became an officer after this. I'd probably be up for major, I would assume so. Anyhow, just by following these principles, and I've done them over and over and over again, and if I can do them with the upbringing that I had, you can absolutely do them. And I am one of many examples. There are people who had worse circumstances that I've had and have found a lot of success by following this stuff. And so can you. All right, guys, that is the show today. And as a reminder, again, the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet is in the bio, is in the link in my bio. So if you are looking to discover your purpose in life, you just go there, you download it, you fill it out. Uh, it should give you the clarity that you're looking for. Again, some of you guys, you've been watching me for a long time now, for many weeks, many months, whatever. You've seen some results and you truly want accountability and mentorship. Maybe you haven't been watching me, but you know you need the accountability. You know you need to work with somebody. Just go into the link in my bio and sign up for a call. And we'll see if I can help you. All right, very grateful for each and every one of you guys. Love you, and we'll end it with this. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care.